What up? What up? What up, everyone? Welcome to episode 61 of Combo's Court, and I am Combo. Shouts to everyone hooping in their combo socks. Combo Nation, I appreciate you. Today's show, Dr. Sterling Peterson joins in. Dr. Sterling is the host of the Dr. Sterling podcast and holds a doctorate of chiropractic. He's a vegan-based athlete, and it was great to have him on the show, man. We discussed veganism, Coachella, the advantages of adding kettlebells to your workout, reducing sugar intake, and the Warriors, man, plus so much more. You could follow him on Instagram at Dr. Sterling. That's D-O-C-T-O-R-S-T-E-R-L-I-N-G. You know you could follow me on Instagram at 1-2-Combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe right on your Apple Podcast app. If you haven't done that for me, do that right now, man. Pause this. Get that done. Go rate, review, subscribe. If you've done it already, you could do it again, man. Shout out to the Spotify community as well. We see you. Intro music by Luca Beats. Let's get into it. Luca on the track. All right, well, um, Dr. Sterling, man, welcome to Combo's Court. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling good, man. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, anytime, man. Um, how was Coachella? Coachella was amazing. I, I hadn't gone for like six years, uh, but I forgot like how much it beats up your body because you're walking so much and you're just standing still so often. Like It's amazing, but in, in, in all the pictures, I don't think anyone describes or or even mentions like oh yeah you walk like 10 miles a day and you're standing and so like you kind of like i would try to be as prepared as possible i had the right shoes and all that stuff and still by the end of the third day i was like i need a chiropractor i need to adjust myself (laughs) (laughs) i saw you i saw you doing your chiropractor thing out there adjusting some necks yeah yeah so (laughs) it was kind of a new thing i just had some people hit me up like oh my god i need an adjustment i'm like all right well let's record it and see what happens i was like that's pretty good i'm gonna post it and then and then I had some other people who saw it and were like, I'm going to find you and I need an adjustment. I'm like, all right, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> that's so what kind of so, came about. That's cool, man. So tell us about your podcast and your practice. Yeah. So um, I, I started a podcast too because I love the whole podcast game. Uh, my first guest was Mr. Fomer Simpson, you know, right. our boy. My God, um, my God. <laughs> and yeah, he's great. He's great at it. I feel like he's, he's going to kill yeah. the podcast thing too. He and Charlie Definitely. are hilarious. 100%. So. Yeah, that's a, they have a great podcast for so, sure. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. So I, uh, anyways, I was interested. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to start it. And the brand that I have is is health and and it's fitness, but it's also some type of entertainment as well. So I, I basically get a lot of people or other guests who are on the podcast who are that it's somehow related to health and fitness, but then there's also some other component, like you know, it could be an athlete or it could be. Um, I got an MMA fighter on it that, right. uh, uh, a bit ago who he, who thankfully he won his fight, which was awesome. He got a TKO in round two. Okay. Um, and then, and then he hit me up afterwards. I do my legs, my legs are dead. I need some <laughs> recovery tips. So I was helping him out with that. But, um, 
And then I've got another friend that I'm going to post one today. She's a two-time NCAA high jump champion, and she's awesome. She's into health as well. So just kind of like all of that, and I'm just trying to get a lot of different perspectives and interesting stories about it. So that's kind of where my podcast is heading. And then uh, regards to the clinic that I'm at, it's actually it's called Root Cause Medical Clinic, and it's in um, it's in Saratoga, California. So it's closer to San Jose. If anyone knows the area, um, and it's actually my family's practice. So my parents have been doing it for 25 to 30 years. That's crazy! Wow. Um, yeah, it's awesome. I joined here. I've been practicing now for two and a half years, um, and I just came aboard, and I was like, "Look, guys, I love the chiropractic." profession and health but i'm not going to be stuck in one office for my whole life that's just not (laughs) the job that i want i want us to have a couple different practices i want us to do things that are that are interesting so so we we were able to buy our first place a year ago um here in saratoga are you from the california area yeah i'm from the bay okay cool are you are you from the east coast i'm from new york man oh there you go for sure every time i go to california (laughs) though i love it man i love la yeah, it's nice and warm out here. Sure. <laughs> um, and so, uh, yeah, and so what's cool about our clinic, though, is that we not only have chiropractic, but we also have a team of physical therapists, and we have an MD on staff, and then we have um, a couple of functional medicine doctors, and we have a nurse. So, so we're able to have a huge team. We have about 20 staff, and we all work together, but it's kind of like a one-stop shop for all-natural healing. Um, so there's no drugs. Our job is to get people off of drugs and we're trying to get people to use, um, natural ways to recover their health. I mean, a lot of the people that I see, they're like, I've tried so many different things. I don't want to do drugs. I don't want to do surgery. I I need help. And they come to us and we're able to get a lot, a lot of people off of that and have them do, you know, tremendous after treatment. So it's, it's, it's awesome. It's, I feel great about it. It's, it's a fulfilling job and, and I love to see all the results and success stories that we have. So it's kind of, and then we're actually opening one up in Florida sometime soon. So oh, East Coast. It's be a fun, okay. yeah, East Coast, yeah, I'm cool. to the East. <laughs> yeah, it's going <laughs> to nice. be cool. All right. So yeah, man, you ever put into any thought like what's better for a post-workout between hot recovery and cold recovery, like in the terms of ice bath, steam room, jacuzzi? Um, I've tried both. I feel pretty good after both. I like cold a little bit better because it refreshes me. Yeah. What are your thoughts on all that? Yeah, that's actually a really good question. I think I think they both have their value for sure. Um, right. I like. I mean, I've I've been looking a bit more into the cryotherapy aspect of it, and I think I think it depends on the job. So if you're doing a ton of jumping and or or you're playing football or you're playing like a contact sport and it's just a lot of impact. Um, I think, I think that, that the cryotherapy, if you're like in two days is probably a little bit more beneficial at that point because it's all about reducing the amount of inflammation in the in joints as well. Um, but another cool thing that I do that my gym has, um, have you, have you heard of the Normatex? Yes, I've used them. Not in yeah. a while, but I've used them before. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that as, and, that can, and I mean, like, that's not hot or cold, but I think what's great is that you're able to flush out all of the things that you put into your system because of, because of the exercise and you're able to get it out a lot quicker, which means that you can recover a lot, a lot easier as well. And oftentimes when you get that 
compression on the muscles and on the legs and the arms, it makes a huge difference as well. Like I wish, I mean, they're, they're expensive though. It's like a thousand dollars, I think for the full setup. Right. But if you can find a gym or your school or anything like that, that has it, I would try, I would try that for like a week or, or a month after sessions and see, see how that makes a difference. Um, in regards to heat, I think it's great though, because you're able to get the blood flowing and a lot of the circulation in your body. So if you're, if there's a lot of, a lot, a lot of toxins in your body or you don't eat healthy or you've been drinking a lot or anything like that, I think it's a good way to, to help to flush out any of that out of the body. But I think, I don't know, it would just seem wrong after like training in like a training session for basketball to just go and then sweat in a sauna for yeah. another hour. I'd be like, yeah, dude, my, so dehydrated. I feel like, I don't know. So. Sometimes I do jacuzzi and then cold. Like I like the contrast, like yeah, a cold yeah. shower. Yeah, good to do the to do the contrast too, because then you you heat and then you expand all the blood vessels, all the blood vessels and everything like that, and then you can get the cold and it really squeezes it. And so, yeah, that's a good combo. <laughs> no that's pun intended. That's my name. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. So, so look, man, I tried about a year ago. I saw the uh, documentary What the Health, and uh, yeah, there was a pig with like this like giant cyst, and he. Uh, and the guy oh, like sl- the guy like slapped the cyst with a knife and like exploded. And I'm like uh, in my head, I was like, "That's pretty disgusting." Maybe I'll try yes. vegan. Maybe I'll try being vegan for like two weeks. You know, I tried it. It was cool. I messed yeah. up once because I took a sip of coffee with milk in it. So yeah. I guess I wasn't totally vegan for two weeks, but I was pretty close. In the beginning, I didn't feel too great, but towards the end, yeah. I started feeling better. And then I pretty much stopped it, man. I went back. Yeah. Um, I don't eat a ton of red meat, but. I just wanted to hear your thoughts on like a young athlete because a lot of young athletes hit me up like, how do I maintain muscle? And on top of that, I'd like to hear from a vegan perspective how a vegan would maintain muscle, like tips or ways they can. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting. So I've been, I've been vegan now pretty much for the past three years. And and so actually I would say that I'm, that I'm plant-based because if I say that I'm a hundred percent vegan, there's a lot of like intense vegans out there and, I'm not one of them who's like, you can't have, you can't have leather car seats and all that. So oh, like, that's I'm not crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm not that intense. I do it for the healthy aspect of it. Um, obviously not all the, there's a lot of unethical things that happen in the meat industry, but that's not the main thing that propelled me to go vegan. Right. Um, and so I, you know, and every now and then I'll eat maybe like a little bit of fish, but I would say it's like one to 2% of my diet. So it doesn't even impact on the days that I exercise. So, but that's just like a little caveat to explain how I approach things. So for anyone that's an athlete who wants to go vegan or even mostly vegan, right? I think, uh, you have to be prepared and you have to know how to do it. So, um, a lot of people will be like, I'm going to go vegan. And then they just eat a ton of vegetables, but then they don't get any protein. And they're like, why do I look so skinny? And how come I feel like crap? And, uh, I've got no energy. And they're like, well, you're just eating a salad and you're not <laughs> like, That's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. So you, you, you have to do it right. And they're like, well, I lost a bunch of weight, but then, but then if you look at them, they're like super skinny and they have no muscle. You're like, but that's not healthy weight. It's so there, it, you can easily screw it up. And I would say you could talk to somebody who maybe has experience with that type of a diet, healthcare professional, an athlete who does something like that. But, um, because it's tough, like in order for me to get uh, the amount of protein that I need in a day when I'm trying to build muscle, I'm trying to aim for like 110 to 150 in regards to the grams of protein I consume. And with a vegan diet, that means I have to get some protein with every meal because I can't, I can't skip one or else I'm, I'm behind the curve. So, 
you know, I, there's a lot of, a lot of tofu involved. There's a lot of tempeh involved. Um, and I think a lo- there's actually a lot of protein in, in nuts and seeds. If you right. Know, right. Right. There's uh, beans. Yeah. And beans. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. there's a, there's a chick, a, ch- a chickpea pasta that I get. And like in a small box, there's over 35 grams of protein in just a box of pasta. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty yeah, that's cool. Crazy. So, yeah. yeah. So like if you do that and then you add that, you could add some tofu in there and then all of a sudden you're up to 50 grams for one meal. And that's like a third of, of the protein that you need. You're like, okay, this isn't so bad. And then you have a protein shake. That's another 20 to 25. And then you could do a protein bar and then you eat something for breakfast and for lunch. And then all of a sudden you're like, Hey, I hit 120 and it's not too hard. So, but if you don't plan and you don't know how to do it, a lot of people go, well, I don't think that the vegan diet is for me, but they just didn't do it right. So, I do think that you have to be a little bit more aware than a typical diet that you grew up on because when you grow up on one type of diet, then you're kind of like unknowingly taught how much of what to eat. And so it's a lot easier. And then all of a sudden you're trying to shift the whole thing and you're like, yeah, I'm just not eating meat, but you're not eating protein and it can, it can be a mess. So yeah, if you don't do it right, you definitely jack yourself up (laughs) hundred percent. Yeah. And, And and, and, and I do think as an athlete, it can be tough. Like, I think you would have to be very disciplined as a competitive athlete. Like, um, you know, like I'll be honest, I played college soccer and when I was playing college soccer, I was not vegan. Um, and I don't know how I would have done, like, who knows, maybe I would have done a lot better, but I do know on a college budget and <laughs> a college right. diet with all that, it's, it's a lot harder than it is now after, you know, I have a job, I have a little bit more of a steady schedule, I have more money, it's like a little bit easier to do the things that I that I want. And I think that it's I don't and I'm not the type of person who's like, everybody should be vegan. I think it's something that um, it's not for everybody. But I think it can make a huge difference. uh, If you are the type of person that could do well with it. So that's kind of how I'm sure there's certain there's there's certain vitamins that you should take right when you're vegan. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, a lot of there's like a lot of B12 that isn't in the diet as well. And so, right. but again, if you're aware, then you can do it pretty easily. But if you don't, then you, and you're the only one of all your friends who are, who are trying to eat, eat a vegan diet. You're like, you're, <laughs> you're going to mess it up for sure. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. tough, man. So lately I've been um, working out with the kettlebells, man. What, what do you feel like the benefits of, of incorporating kettlebells into your workout are? Yeah, I've been doing that too. I don't know if you saw my stories, but I've been doing. All I these did. Like I seen movements. one. That's yeah. that's what, yeah, okay. for sure. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Um. So I like to do a lot of the heavier lifting too. Like I like to do the deadlifts, yeah. uh, squats, chest press. You know, shoulder press with like heavy weight. But then I'm an athlete. I played sports my entire life. I played three sports in high school. So I'm like, I just I can't I can't lose that aspect of being of being agile and you know like I like to play pickup basketball. So. Right. I like the aspect of, of strength with, with a purpose. And so I like functional. it because, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I like, I, I like a lot of the functional training because it makes, it makes me feel, it, it makes me feel more like an athlete, but like I could, I could actually do something in life if I need to. I'm also a chiropractor, so I'm adjusting people all day and I've got to use my body and it's not just, I'm not, I'm not at a desk and then I go and then I power lift and then I go back to a desk. Right. So it's, yeah. I like the aspect that it's also important to stay flexible as well, but I think it's great because you're able to recruit other types of muscles that you don't recruit when you're on a bench or on a flat, flat platform. 
and it causes your core muscles to engage all these other muscles. And then you're able to, able to see real quick if you have a deficiency or if you have a weakness in other parts of your stabilization muscles. So if that is an issue, then you try to do heavy weight on a kettlebell. You're like, whoa, why am I sore here? That doesn't feel right. And so you're able to kind of spot what areas you might have a weakness in. And I think especially as an athlete, like if you've seen any of the LeBron workouts, he does some crazy stuff on a ball where he's, right. like, he's like he's like on a BOSU ball and he's got a cable. He's doing some like wild stuff, but it's because like in a game, there's all these little impacts that you can't necessarily always anticipate. So the more that you prepare your body to be unstable, but still strong in that instability, the more prepared you are and the stronger that you'll be. Right. In this country, I, I feel like we have a huge problem with um, just just um with our diet in terms of sugar you know especially these drinks man the sugar adds up so quick um do you have anything that that would help somebody like kind of wean off the sugar yeah you know there's also debate on how bad it really is for you so i'd like to hear your thoughts on that as well yeah i mean i think that sugar so a good a good stat that i like to think about whenever i eat a ton of sugar and i'm like oops is um when you consume when you consume um like for example we're talking about cane sugar or or an added sugar not like a fruit sugar or natural sugar so when you eat that added sugar your immune system has about a 50 percent reduced capacity for up up to four hours after eating your sugar so if you so if i and then and then i always think if i'm like if i had to get sick one day i'm like i'm gonna get sick by like the end of the week i would eat a lot of sugar i wouldn't sleep i would like drink alcohol and, and I'm like, I would for sure get sick because I just know that it would trash my body and my immune system. And a lot of people who are like constantly sick, if like you look at your diet, you're like, oh, that makes sense. So to me, I hate being sick. And it's, it's enough to make me not eat a lot of sugar to know that every time, every time that I eat it, my immune system gets impacted by up to 50%. Yeah, I think, I think the important thing is moderation, you know, not for to, sure, not to overdo it. And then on top of that, just kind of realize what you're doing, you know, before you go grab yeah. that. Think about how you'll feel after, you know? Exactly. Oh, and I actually have a good point now. Um, I just remember that you asked for, for, for tips. So I do have yeah. a lot of tips because I do have a sweet tooth, which is interesting. <laughs> so I, I have too. to figure this too. out. Yeah. 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 So um, if you can do stevia or something like that, there's, a, there's actually a handful of sodas out there that are like only stevia sweetened, right? right. Um, and that's just an alternative. So it's, it's not cane sugar and it's still sweet enough. Um, and then there are a couple snacks. So especially at like Whole Foods and I just did, um, have you ever heard of smart sweets? No, they just sent me a box, um, and they're at Whole Foods and stuff and it's sweetened, I think with stevia again, it's like the Swedish fish. It's like, it's, it's like the sour patch kids. And, um, but the whole bag only has three grams of sugar. So I'm like, okay, I could deal with that. So yeah. it's like a healthy way where I'm like, okay, it tastes like it is candy, but it's not. And it's got a bunch of fiber in it. I'm like, okay, so it's kind of like not too bad for you. Um, so there are ways. And I think if, if you do have a sweet tooth and you're like, I just need something sweet, then you can just get something like an alternative, like a stevia sweetened soda or something like that. Yeah, that sounds great, man. Um, we definitely, I definitely have to try that out. I got to check it out. Send me a link or something. I'll definitely check yeah, it out. Yeah, I will. Yeah. I'll, send you, I'll send you a message with it. All right. Um, so yeah, man, my listeners know, uh, the people that follow me on Instagram know about my combo shake. So I wanted to ask you how, how healthy do you feel my shake is, man? It's, it's almonds, oats. Have you ever seen it on my stories? I don't know. I saw it today. I saw it green, but I didn't see all, all the ingredients. Okay. So I'll give it to you. It actually changes okay. slightly, but this is the base of it. Kale, blueberries, oats, almonds, 
ginger. I know I'm missing something. Almond milk, whey protein. I'm missing something, man. Bananas. There we go. Bananas. There it is. How you feel about my shake, man? That sounds solid. I mean, I couldn't do it because it's not vegan and it's not gluten-free. But other than that, I think you could do gluten-free oats and you could also do a vegan a vegan protein powder and then it would be good. I think that's good. I like the ginger. I'm, I'm interested to see that kind of punch. I feel like that'd be a good little a good little kick in there. Yeah, man. Do you, what do you think about ginger? Like, what are the benefits? Like, I know it helps your digestive system a little bit, but have you ever done any research or heard anything on the benefits of ginger in general? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I I don't think ginger can be bad for you unless you do it too much. Right, right. <laughs> I know it's good for you. Um, I know it's good for uh, it's good for circulation right. and, and anti-inflammatory properties as well. So I know that that's good. Um, I can only do so much myself. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's strong. It's, you could definitely yeah. got to get used to it for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's good though. I like it. All right, that's a good. That's a good shake. It's pr- approved by Dr. Sterling. Dr. Sterling approved. We, we need to make a, we need to make a, a gluten-free combo shake. That's what's next. Yeah, yeah. I'll send you I'll send you the alternatives and then you can for all your gluten-free fans. I'll post it on the stories. <laughs> done. Done. Well, Dr. Sterling, it was great having you here, man. Where can we find you? Yeah, Tell us about the podcast. Uh, where can we find you on social media? Yeah. Um, so you can find me on Instagram at at Dr. Sterling. So that's all spelled out. It's um d-o-c-t-o-r-s-t-e-r-l-i-n-g that's on instagram and then on facebook it's dr sterling p all spelled out because somebody else had dr sterling and i don't know why damn (laughs) uh i know (laughs) and then on and then on youtube you can just also search my name the same thing uh and that that's that's how you find me i'll go check it out my listeners go check that out and um you're always welcome back on the show man appreciate you being here yeah yeah, before you go, I was gonna say let's let's chat a little bit about the playoffs because I'm a Warriors fan, so I wanted to get a little a, a okay. little bit of basketball chat in. Yeah, well, they're looking vulnerable right now, man. A lot of injuries. They, uh, I'm scared. You know, I mean, I think they could still win without Demarcus. The only thing is, though, he was kind of like an insurance policy, so one yeah. more injury could do could do major damage to them. But you know what, KD is, in my opinion, is separating himself from the other great players left in the playoffs. Yeah, KD. I'm like a little bit mad at Steph because I'm I'm like a Steph fan ever since ever since he came in. Right. But I'm like, but sometimes I feel like he he kind of disappears at the end sometimes, and I don't know that he can always get his shot. Whereas you hand it to KD, the the end of the last game, it was like eight plays in a row. Just <laughs> yeah. okay, let's just hand it to KD. He's gonna go off on his own, and it worked eighty percent of the time. So. Yeah, I am a little worried though, but I'm glad that we won that last game. Otherwise, I would have been even more worried because because Houston is dangerous. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Look, look, Steph is a all time great. Obviously, he was an MVP. He changed basketball probably more than he did. Yeah, than anyone else. I think that in the European game, um, in analytics. Actually, yeah. I just did an episode. Big. Uh, actually, I just dropped the episode big time today about uh, analytics. But you know what? To be honest. Steph Curry has never been a better basketball player than Kevin Durant. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Just as a well, basketball player. Well, he did win player. MVP. But, so, I guess maybe – because he was unstoppable at one point. But it's true. He can't get his shot anywhere like KD can. Yeah. He's not tall enough to, to go down in the post. But his driving game has improved a lot over the past like, two years. Underrated driver for uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, his ankles are a little fragile still. <laughs> He's got like those casts on his ankles. I don't know how he plays with that. <laughs> All right. So take the fandom out of it. Just you looking at okay. basketball. Do you take yeah. the Warriors or the field? 
Um, like if you had to bet, like you had a bunch of money on it, you had to pick one. Not as a fan, just I don't know. I'm I'm a little bit not. I'm a little bit unsure about the East. Like I feel like either either the Raptors or or the Bucks. I just haven't seen enough of their games to know if they could actually win win a seven game series. But I think I would still pick the Warriors because of KD right now, right. how he's playing. If he wasn't playing that great, I would be I'd be probably pick the field. But I think only because because of KD, and then I hope he gets us a ring before he goes to New York because that's what everyone thinks he's doing. Uh, and then I will be like, you can go, man. You got us a couple rings. You've helped out and you can go to New York if you want. <laughs> there it is. Episode 61 is in the books. Big shouts to Dr. Sterling for joining in. We appreciate you. It would mean the world to me if you left a five-star rating and a friendly comment right on your Apple podcast app. Make sure you go punch down on that subscribe button as well. Be on the lookout for episode 62. Combo out.